Ticket Water Cooler. Brought to you by Culligan of Lincoln on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. This is the Ticket Water Cooler here on a Friday, wishing you guys all a great week. And if you have a chance, maybe go drop by and watch that day-to-by-day documentary. I'm kind of interested in that. I want to see what that's all about. Did you end up going? I didn't end up going because the ah. first night was kind of like the who's who of Husker people to be there, which means uh, you need a little bit more cash to get in. What? And I'm not You're a You're one of them, Bob. I'm, a, I'm one of the who's who. They should put you in there for free. You should That's be right. front row. I'm basically the backup quarterback in this in this state, right? Listen, you need your news about Nebraska football, you come to Jake Bakovin. That's right. And if you need I your, think you should have been there. If you need your Kool-Aid, you can go to Nate. And if That's you need right. a little bit of extra information or just to kind of rewind on Sunday, you can go to Tom Stevens and Mike Melby here on 93.7 The Ticket. We are joined by Mike Melby uh, here. Uh, how did the first uh, week of, of the show go, Sunday Rewind? Oh, it was an absolute train wreck, and Tom and I had a blast. <laughs> there you go. That's uh, all you want. It was funny. I ran into a guy at work earlier this week. One of the few times we're ever in the office. It's one of the long story with COVID and all that. It's yeah, been remote quite a sure. bit. Uh, but I was in the office on Thursday, and a guy, he's like, hey, I, I listened to quite a bit of the show. And he goes, um... You guys covered a lot of topics. <laughs> I go, well, we're trying to recap a week in 60 minutes, man. It's, right. like, it's like the fastest hour in sports radio. And oh, so awesome. I don't know if we're going to bill it like that, but it kind of fits the bill. We covered eight topics on Sunday. Yeah, and wow. three segments. And three segments. <laughs> uh, so it, it moves pretty fast. Uh, obviously, Tom and I have uh, been around a couple of days. I think we were joking around uh, afterwards having a beverage and – uh, we figured out we have 68 years behind oh, wow. microphones in Lincoln, Nebraska. Holy moly. My goodness. Wow. So, yes, we're both old. And, yes, yes. there will be a get-off-my-lawn <laughs> no, segment. No. That's right. And so, uh, at least you can recall to the olden days a little bit better. It's it's tough to it's tougher to do that now. And Nate, sometimes, uh, I mean, he he's not from Nebraska. So not from Nebraska, and I'm 23 years old. Yeah. So I remember basically Taylor Martinez on. Yeah. So. What was one of the first things you said is that Husker football, <laughs> got the text line where I love, said Husker football starts and ends with Scott Frost and everybody. No, gone. he's in that. No, 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 no. <laughs> something like that. No, it was something like that. But I basically said, like, Scott Frost is a staple of the program, and I think that he should be respected as such. And that you don't really, when you have the discussion about Nebraska football and their history, you can't have it without Scott Frost. And I still stand by that. If you talk about the history of Nebraska football, it doesn't start and end with Scott Frost, but he's a big part of that history. He is. We might want to skip over the coaching era. <laughs> if yeah, don't right we don't talk year. about coaching. We'll talk about his <laughs> playing days, right? How, how are you, uh, Melby, on the uh, on year five of Scott Frost? Obviously, hasn't lived up to expectations, but they're sticking around. He's a brother. They give him another shot. I, it, it, it wasn't my decision to make. Right. He stayed. <laughs> um, but the bottom line is, you know, I grew up in Waverly, Nebraska, you know, what, 14 miles from the cathedral that is Memorial Stadium. Uh, it's what I lived and breathed as a kid. Diehard, lifelong fan. I, I Whether I like to coach or not, I don't care. I'm going to root for him. Mm-hmm. Mike Riley was our coach. Mm-hmm. Bill Callahan was our coach. <laughs> and I chuckled, <laughs> and I didn't care. Every game, I had that little sliver of hope. I, I went and found the Kool-Aid. A lot of times there was just like an eyedropper of Kool-Aid and a half gallon of tequila, but yeah. <laughs> uh, I, 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 and I always will. Uh, I, I want him to win. I want him to succeed more than anything. Uh, you know, can he? Yeah, he can. Will he? Who knows? Yeah. We'll, we'll see. I, I know the guys that got brought in, though. 
are pretty spectacular um, mm-hmm. when, when you talk about specifically Coach Whipple and Coach Joseph. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, Coach Applewhite, Coach Riola, and we don't have as much background just because Coach Riola is so young and right. we, we it, it, relatively young for Coach Applewhite. But um, it, it's one of those where I, I believe what I hear from him. I like what I hear from him. Uh, we haven't seen a whole lot, obviously, uh, but some of the players they brought in, and I, I'm going to bet there's going to be a couple of more. Um, hopefully there's an offensive and a defensive tackle yet in the portal that mm-hmm. will be wearing the scarlet and cream next year. But, yeah, I, I, you know what? It makes no difference. I want him to win. I want him to go a million and oh and never lose another game. Um, <laughs> I also understand reality. And, uh, you know, three and nine last year. And, and I, it was funny because I took a quick peek at the schedule. Uh, earlier today, because we were talking about, you guys want to talk about the games yeah. and what are you most excited for? And I was like, oh, let's see, let's do this really quick. Uh, nah, 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 that's 50, 50, 50. I have four 50, 50 games and a record of four and eight. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and four of the, the four 50, 50 games were all losses in my book. Okay, just yeah. a quick glance. Yeah. Now. Really? Yeah. Four and eight? Yeah. It's and, but like I said, four games that I had are that are 50, 50. Could be what, four. So what are your 50, 50 games? Uh, Northwestern. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see that Rutgers? opening line? It was nine and a half for Nebraska against Northwestern. Is the opening line in Vegas? Boy, it's a good thing I don't gamble. <laughs> <laughs> but no, no, no. He, he, here's what I said too, and we had some texters talk about this yesterday. Even if you're not a gambler, I think Vegas is smart enough that normally their predictions are pretty on par. Like they're 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 very good at this. There's a reason that they're a multi-billion-dollar industry is because they're not making money off of winners. I think that shows that. Vegas, at least, the people that make these numbers believe in Nebraska. Yeah. And I think there's, there's something to be said for that. Well, the FPI that ESPN uses has been mm-hmm. annoyingly and nauseatingly. They love accurate. Nebraska. But but in the prior years, they have, they've been annoyingly and nauseatingly accurate with Nebraska football. Mm-hmm. It's kind of pissing me off. So hopefully they're right again. <laughs> and the, the, what, they got it at 7.5, I believe. Yeah. And they're kind of predicting the over. Uh, mm-hmm. But it, it was, uh, aside from Northwestern, Rutgers, Purdue, and Minnesota were my other fifty fifties. Yeah. And so, what are your what are your uh, what are your wins here? Uh, Georgia Southern. Yeah. Put that one in the bag. Take that, Clay Helton. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No shot. Uh, Shove it. North Dakota, Indiana, Illinois. Yeah, there they are. There's your wins, <laughs> uh, for sure. But I mean, I I, I think that we're you're just, like we're just different here. Well, yeah. you're just like a lot of fans, and, and kind of like me, where it's it's at the point of like. The, the 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 my belief or like the cheering is certainly there. The belief is kind of gone until I can see otherwise. But I also want to say the last three games to me were easy losses. They're easy yeah. to predict as a loss, and the only reason is because last time I checked, we haven't beaten any of Michigan, Wisconsin, or Iowa in what's our combined record against them? Yeah, one in. Something since 2012 is the last time you beat Wisconsin. But, 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 then you lost to them the same year. Point. Yeah, it's like. I, Granted, they could all ago. be 50-50 games based on last year. Yeah. They were all single-score games, well, single-digit games, or single-digit losses. So, yeah, they could be 50-50 games. But until we win one, I, I, I'm like, you know what? Prove it. I think there's yeah. something – and I, and I do agree with you guys. I understand that thought process. But what I'm thinking is – you're going to go into those games a completely different football team than you did in the past. I mean, you got to look at last year alone. You went into that Iowa game with a freshman quarterback at 3 and 8. Like that, that that is a terrible spot to be in when you're playing Iowa. Wisconsin I think should have been a win like Nebraska does. They ended up blowing it in the fourth quarter, which 
say what you will about that. I think that's going to be different circumstances this year because I was talking to Bach about this yesterday. There's no reason at the very worst that you should be 4-1 and one starting the season. I think they're going to be 5-0. and oh. I, Again, I love looking at the Vegas lines because I think Vegas does know. They have the game against Oklahoma as a 4.5-point line for Oklahoma starting out. And that's the opening line. I think that'll shift a little bit. I think that's a little bit of a toss-up game. It's in Lincoln. It would blow my mind for them to lose to Northwestern. Bach and I were talking about this yesterday. Northwestern's a bad football team. Like, they are a bad football team. And you smoked them last season. You'll beat them, Georgia Southern, um, and then what is North, North Dakota. Dakota. And then, okay, even if you lose against Oklahoma, you should beat Indiana, a bad football team. There's no reason Nebraska shouldn't beat 4-1 and one this season to start out. First Just out of games. curiosity with the Northwestern game. Um, Bach, do you remember who we played in the opening game last year and how uh, much of a And this is what he brings up. I do, and this yeah. is what he brings up. Week zero. No, and, and, and I get that. And that's, I think, part of the issue, too, is if Nebraska loses to Northwestern in week one, you're having a conversation about Scott Frost's future right after that game. Yeah. I would – I'm not saying they're going to leave him in Ireland, but I would not be surprised. <laughs> I would not be surprised if a move got made in the middle of the season after that. Well, that the, is worst-case scenario. I can promise you this. If a move is made in the middle of the season, it will not happen until after October 1st. Right. <laughs> when that buyout drops that a little bit. Yeah. a little bit. Right. But, hey, bottom line is, we don't want that to happen. We, no. we, we want a competitive team. We, we, the thing is, they, they are already competitive. We want a team that gets over the hump and wins games, and, and hopefully we got the pieces in place to get it done, coaching staff and player-wise. Yeah, I, I think they've they've made some good moves to get us there. I just put in some Irish music. <laughs> I know, I noticed yeah, that. I kind of like that. Yeah, yeah. That we can nice. play a little bit more. We talk about Northwestern. There we go. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that but that first game. That, I mean, that's. Uh, I like the point spread. I like the fact that Nebraska is. You know, they're dealing with change, but um, at least in in obviously destroyed Northwestern last year. But you're flying halfway around the world, and then like yeah. you said, just you know getting. Having the belief that this this team's ready to go in week zero with all the change that they're going over, um, it's it's tough to believe in after. What Let's we not saw forget last though that Illinois team last year smoked Northwestern, yeah. and Nebraska smoked Northwestern. Like yeah. you guys need like if they lose bad. if they lose to Northwestern, you have far bigger issues than just not showing up in week zero because Northwestern is a bad football team. Okay, now I'm gonna flip it. Um, the little the little guy on the other side goes, well, what if Nebraska wins like seventy seven to three? Oh yeah, like oh, are people predicting awesome. national championship? <laughs> <laughs> I, you best believe I would. I would right here. I'd be like, you know what? Why not? <laughs> Casey Thompson, eight touchdown passes. Heisman. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I think you would get pretty excited. Uh, he's even saying. That, here's the other question for you. He said the other day, if they beat Oklahoma, he's proclaiming Nebraska's back. With the re- with Oklahoma's transitions of their own, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't be ready to do that. They'll be a top ten football team, and you will be four zero at that point. And then you'll play Indiana, which should be again a cakewalk. Should be. I don't care who you're playing. If you're playing Power Five football and you have a win against Oklahoma, that's not a coincidence. You are a good football team at five and zero. You're a good football team. You've played two Big Ten opponents in Oklahoma, who's had your number for the past two decades. Not three. And I don't think I, I don't <laughs> think that's a fluke. You you show you have proven up to that point that you are a good football team at five and zero. Absolutely, if they are, completely. Agree. You'd say they're and back? I'd say they're back. No, no, I wouldn't go that far. I not. would say they're I'll back. Tell you what, I'll tell you what. I would say that Nebraska football is back if they wind up the season, regardless of what happens in the prior nine games, three and zero. If they beat okay, Michigan, the final three games, yeah. 
Wisconsin at home, at Michigan, Wisconsin at home, and Iowa on the road. They win those three. Then now, that granted, I guess if they're zero and nine going into that, would not be great. Let's say they're 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 right. doing well. They yeah. win those three games. I don't know that I necessarily would proclaim they are back and going to be a national title mm-hmm. contender or contend for a Big Ten title every single year. Because let's see it for a second year. Right. Right. But I I can tell you, there's going to be a lot of people really really happy. And a lot of people, you may be one of them, that's like, hell yeah, we're back. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely would be saying that. Back. Again, it takes a lot less it? from me you to You don't say believe it? That that's back. the back end of me. Kiss it. Yes. <laughs> yes. I love it. Yeah, you have to remember, it just kind of depends on what you mean by back. Yeah, Nebraska's been some pretty high places <laughs> in the past. So to get back to that, you're going to have to f- I mean, have com- a few more victories. Competing for a Big Ten championship. Yeah. That's I mean, all like, we want. If you start the season 5-0, and oh, you should at least be in the discussion. Okay. You should be in the discussion. Baby steps. Mike Riley's last year. All we want to do is be competitive. All we were last year was competitive. We just didn't win. No, see, and I'm not there. I, th- this whole let's be competitive thing, you blew that last season by going 3-9. and Because you were competitive. That was a good football team. I don't want that again. No Mike, one wants that again. Mike Milby's in studio with us. Are you going to stick around one more? Yeah. All right. He'll stick around and help us to review the year 2005. Coming up next on Box History Lessons on the Ticket Water Cooler.